Hello and welcome to Hogan Lovell's Newsbeat, the podcast designed to keep you up to speed with developments in the world of pensions over the last two weeks. I'm Claire Southern and we have a session today covering changes to defined contribution guidance, pension transfers for vulnerable customers, an update on PensionsWise, some developments on climate, and what's going to be keeping us busy this autumn. So hold on to your hats and off we go. First up, the pensions regulator has updated its guidance on the DC code. We had new regulations earlier in the year aimed at ensuring DC schemes offered good value to savers. The snappily titled Occupational Pension Schemes, Administration, Investment, Charges and Governance and Pensions Dashboard Amendment Regulations 2023. These included new requirements on illiquid assets in the default SIP and an obligation to provide additional detail on asset classes in the chair's statement. The pensions regulator has now updated its guidance, including the DC Code of Practice, to reflect the new regulations. Next up, the Financial Conduct Authority has launched a new web page aimed at financial advisors who are helping potentially vulnerable customers on transfers. Advisors should be looking out for signs that their clients may be more vulnerable to scams or frauds, and in particular take note of overconfidence in decision-making despite being in receipt of a low pension and lacking wider investment knowledge, distraction from personal life events, financial dissatisfaction, cognitive decline, social isolation or loneliness, and anyone that is hurried or agitated about arranging a transfer. It also emphasises that advisors should be on the lookout for signs as an individual has been coached or influenced to transfer. Now, whilst the FCA webpage is aimed at regulated financial advisors, it's probably worth trustees reflecting on whether there are any learnings for their own administration. Now, we've had a short press release from the Money and Pension Services on the results of its research on pension-wise users. A poll of some 327 lucky telephone appointment customers and online users was conducted. And the results were largely positive, with 90% of customers feeling well-informed about the different options that they had for accessing their pension pots. Now, Whether they were in actuality well-informed is, of course, a different question. But I guess at least pension-wise will have a spring in their step this autumn. Next, a couple of bits on developments on climate. Mark Hill, the pensions regulator's climate and sustainability lead, has published a blog on how trustees can help make climate scenario analysis decision useful. The blog follows recent research critiquing some climate scenario analysis used for pension trustees' annual climate reports. The blog states that trustees do not need to be climate experts. What a relief. But trustees should have a focus on informed decision-making, which leads to accelerated action on risk management, feel confident to question and challenge their advisors and output from the climate scenario analysis, have an appropriate amount of knowledge and understanding of climate issues, undertake regular training and ask for additional training if they do not feel comfortable making decisions based on the information provided. Next, Rishi Sunak's already fairly full postbag recently contained a letter from the UK Sustainable Investment and Finance Association. 
The letter expresses concern at recent statements and policy signals by the government which risk undermining clarity and confidence in the UK's movement towards meeting net zero. The letter's been signed by a number of significant pension schemes and investment managers asking for long-term policy certainty around issues such as transition to net zero vehicles and improved energy efficiency standards for rented housing. Just one more thing for poor old Rishi to sort out before next year. And last up, just a thought that it looks like we could have a pretty busy autumn ahead of us. You may recall that we had a veritable cornucopia of consultations issued in the wake of the Mansion House speech. With someone clearly wielding a very big stick or dangling a large carrot down at the Department of Work and Pensions. Consultations closed on the 5th of September on 1st, ending the proliferation of deferred small pension pots. Second, helping savers understand their pension choices. Third, pension trustee skills, capability and culture. Fourth, options for defined benefit schemes, a call for evidence. We still have open consultations on local government pension scheme investments and changes to the lifetime allowance. And we know that the latter may have very significant consequences for trustees and administrators. There's even an exciting rumour that the regulator's long-awaited general code may soon be issued. So the takeaway here? Think carefully before planning your autumn break. A big thank you for listening to the session. I hope that you've enjoyed the snappy version of what's happened in the last two weeks. Check us out on Twitter at HL Pensions if you want to know more. <laughs>